The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Log into MyBookie now and get yourself a 50% deposit bonus up to $3,000 simply by using the promo code SGP50. With MyBookie.ag, it couldn't be more simple. You play, you win, you get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also sponsored by Oddshark. Head over to Oddshark now to get free picks from the supercomputer and expert writing staff. You'll also find the latest odds for every big game and fight from all the major online sportsbooks and casinos and betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. So head over to www.oddshark.com and give them a follow on Twitter at Oddshark. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Profit. Tired of having no true hedging option? Well, enter Profit, the only marketplace designed for users to buy and sell previously placed sports bets. Profit lets you sell a percentage of your bet, guaranteeing immediate profit while keeping skin in the game on your original bet. So sign up today for early access at betprofit.co. That's at betprofit.co. And welcome to the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on the Twitter at the SGP Network. I am the host of the EPL show, Billy. And I am riding a nine and two lock run into this podcast. I also landed the lock on the Champions League show privately over at lockbetting.com. We landed a lock on the European show and we landed two two locks in the two days of Champions League that we covered separately. So and we cover it on there as a Tuesday and a Wednesday. You get separate locks for both days, it's eight games a day. So there's enough fixtures to get out some decent bets as the lockbetting.com customers know because they landed both locks on both days and they landed parlay and they were giving Man United as an underdog. So smashing it over there at lockbetting.com, smashing it here on the podcast and smashing it on the NFL as well. Went five and one on lockbetting.com and three and oh on the sports gambling podcast. When I went on there to challenge Ryan to a lock off, landed my lock, New Orleans Saints, landed my teaser and landed the underdog with the LA Chargers. So three and oh with that. And this week I'll be doing the pick on here. So stay tuned till the end of the show. When we do our locks for the EPL, there will also be an NFL lock and that'll be my official play going up against Ryan's play this week where he has taken the Bengals to cover the number against the New Orleans Saints. I believe it's five and a half. This certainly won't be my luck. Don't, not taking anything against New Orleans whatsoever. So stay tuned for that. That's coming at the end of the show. Moving on to the EPL this week. Headlined by the Sunday game, which is going to see Manchester City and Manchester United face off in the Manchester derby. Man United are fresh off beating Juve uh, on Wednesday by uh, two goals to one, coming back from a goal down. So they have the momentum. But at the same time, uh, City have momentum as well because they won 6-0 in their game. So we'll start at the top in a game that 
nobody's going to watch. It's Cardiff versus Brighton. Cardiff have been put out here as the favourites at six to four. It's two to one the draw, and it is two to one on Brighton. Now, straight off the back, I'm going to say that fantasy looked really difficult this week in terms of making the right decisions because I know this is going to be a 70 to 90 point week for a lot of people. So you don't want to have people missing in your team so that you miss out on that. So it's difficult to get that right, especially when you know there's going to be points available. You don't want to be the person that loses 30 points in your dream team. And I believe there could be clean sheets for, for either team here, if not both. There's not, it's not going to be a high-scoring game here. Could be clean sheets for West Ham. Could be clean sheets for Leicester. Could be clean sheets for Southampton or Watford. Could be a clean sheet for Tottenham. Could be a clean sheet for Liverpool. Could be a clean sheet for Chelsea or Arsenal. And man, also for Man City, I think. Man United won't keep one I think Man City are guaranteed to score so I think they're going to be some teams winning to nil I think there's going to be some teams that are on the receiving end of a battering I think Fulham could lose heftily I think that Wolves could lose quite handedly Um, I expect Leicester to win for their fans so obviously at the back of the death of their chairman this is the first home game since so I don't know like this is a really really tough week where you're going to want the right defenders to get those clean sheets because one of these teams are going to mess up. Someone's going to concede a goal. You know, Leicester could go behind. Um, Palace could go in front against Tottenham. Liverpool could be 4-0 up and coasting and then go to sleep and Fulham concede a goal. Someone's going to blow it. But it's very difficult to advise you as to what to do because there's so many picks that you can make here. There's there's no way to really do this wrongly. Um, you, I would say you need to have Mo Salah and Mane in your team, but at the same time, if there's a clean sheet there, you can get Gomez and Van Dijk, and Gomez is pretty much guaranteed to be playing because he was rested in the week. There should be a clean sheet for West Ham against Huddersfield, who haven't scored a goal at home since since April. Although they did score a goal at home on Monday, they didn't actually score it. It was an own goal. So a Huddersfield player hasn't scored at Huddersfield's ground uh, since April. So that could be a clean sheet. So tons and tons and tons and tons of fantasy implications. Uh, the way we moved on to this conversation was by talking about the Cardiff-Brighton game. And as you gathered from what I've been saying, the obvious pick that I'm going for here is under two and a half goals available at four to seven. The next game is Huddersfield against West Ham. Huddersfield underdogs 23 to 10. 11 to five the draw and five to four on Huddersfield. West Ham seems to have sorted out their form. Uh, despite the fact Huddersfield stayed up last year, this was one of the results where they were on the receiving end of a hefty tonking by a West Ham team that were far classier than them. Marco Natovic stole the show. He's available at Fantasy for around about 7 million. Um, coming off the back of a win, two wins in a week for Huddersfield. Can't see it. Uh, Going to take West Ham to win this game at 5 2 4. Up next is the game I discussed earlier. Leicester City host Burnley. They're available at four to seven. It's three to one the draw, and it's six to one on Burnley. Coming off the back of the death of their chairman, um, they've all been down to Thailand for the funeral, uh, which was heavily publicised. They are now back, and this is their first home game. I don't even know if Burnley want to win this game. They, 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 they would be such 
party poopers if they come in not parties it was not a party but it would almost feel insensitive if they went in and won that so I don't know what the mentality would be here the whole country will be supporting Leicester and I don't know if that would make way for a refereeing decision or something like that going their way in a favourable way but I just think that won't need necessary. I think Leicester on paper are far better. I'm expecting a big game here from Jamie Vardy, another person to look at fantasies available for around about 9 million. And, um, yeah, I'm very confident here that Leicester are going to do a job on Burnley. So confident that this would be my lock if there wasn't a team coming up tomorrow on the Sunday games that I'm more confident about. But I think Leicester are certainly going to figure into at least a parlay here on this week's show. Up next, Newcastle against high-flying Bournemouth, who were sent back down to earth slightly when they lost a 1-0 lead against Man United to lose 2-1 last time out. Newcastle picked up their first win against Watford, which was a parlay buster for us, unfortunately. Um, Newcastle are 7-4, 23-10 the draw, and 6-4 Bournemouth. Tough game here. I think it's difficult to keep Bournemouth out, but I think it's difficult to see Newcastle uh, getting their momentum back against Watford and then coming crashing down to earth here and losing against Bournemouth. I'm not saying it won't happen. I'm not saying it can't happen. But I think the fact that Bournemouth are going to score and uh, I slightly fancy Newcastle to avoid a defeat here, I'm going to take the both teams to score overtaking Newcastle on a plus one. I think both teams are finding net here. I don't think Bournemouth are great defensively, but going forward, they're really good. Callum Wilson is on fire at the moment, which is why he's been called up to the England squad. Speaking of the England squad, just want to let you guys know, don't forget that next week there's an international podcast. Um, even though there's no EPL, we will cover the international games and it'll be very, very interesting in particular on this show because it's England versus the USA. Controversial game because Wayne Rooney... He's being called up to the England squad for one last hurrah. That may not sound very controversial to you Americans, but it's not really the done thing here to give someone a nice little send-off, pick a retired player to play. It doesn't really get done. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's kind of like Tom Brady retiring, and then whilst the Patriots are, I don't know, 6-2 and two in, in, in the regular season the next year, saying that we are going to have a farewell game for Tom Brady for charity uh, next week. Uh, we're going to we're going to make Brady the quarterback for one week. Doesn't just doesn't happen. I don't know if that analogy hits an L on the head, but it's the first one that came to my head. And uh, I like to freestyle here. I, I like to just push record and, and do it. So there's no edits on here. So maybe I'll finish recording and come up with something better to explain why it's odd that Wayne Rooney's playing for England uh, against the USA. Southampton versus Watford. Watford are the team that I just can't work out. They're two to one underdogs to win at Southampton. Southampton are seven to five and the draw is nine to four. Anyone who's an underdog at Southampton, I think I'm going to take them on the double chance. Um, I don't think Southampton are a reliable team at all. And as Watford are actually the better team in, out of the two, I'm going to lean towards Watford winning this game. That definitely has dog potential. But as a pick, I'll be taking Watford on the double chance. On Saturday, Crystal Palace hosts Tottenham, where Palace are 16-5, 11-4 to draw, and 4-5 on Tottenham. Arsenal failed to win here, and that has given Palace quite a bit of momentum recently. 
Uh, they seem to be in much better form, seem to be now actually scoring goals. Uh, will it be enough for them to beat Tottenham? I'm not too sure that it will be. Tottenham have had a real, real tough time with uh, four games in eight days, just scrapped through against PSV. But the thing is, is that where you would expect them to look tired and tire out in the last stages, they came back from 1-0 down in the last 10 minutes with two goals from Harry Kane. So a lot of resilience being shown by this team who have actually won three of those four games that they played in eight days. They lost the first one against Man City, but it came back and beat West Ham two days later. And then, as we all know, they won last week 3-0, but that really did show tiredness because they uh, conceded two late goals and almost let Wolves back into the game and then made that late comeback against PSV in the Champions League. I think Tottenham are the team to ride out here. Uh, I think four to five is a relatively decent price for Tottenham to win at Palace, a team who hadn't scored a home goal until they got two penalties against Arsenal. So they actually still hadn't scored a goal from open play. And I don't think the Tottenham defence are as clumbersome as Arsenal's were giving away two penalties on that day. I fancy Tottenham to win. 12 o'clock kickoff on Sunday sees Liverpool hosting Fulham the perfect opponents for Liverpool I would say coming off the back of um, a, an embarrassing defeat uh, by Red Star Belgrade in the Champions League which kind of puts Liverpool in trouble now to qualify they are going to need to win one of their last two games preferably the one against Napoli because we do have Paris Saint-Germain to qualify in our big Champions League parlay uh, pre-season parlay we need Paris Saint-Germain to qualify so Hopefully they manage to get through and hopefully they beat Liverpool next time out and then Liverpool do their business against Napoli. To be honest, I don't care if Liverpool go out completely. Um, I would love to see Liverpool playing Europa League football. Their supporters have basically given themselves the league this year, making out that they've made the perfect signings because they've sorted out their back line. But it's their front line that isn't firing. They look out of ideas and um, I think it'll be important for them to get Shakiri involved in this game in order to... Um, in order to make sure that um, they do put up a decent score here. I think this could be the end of the Fulham manager's job as well. Um, the, the defeat against Huddersfield away was unacceptable. The amount of goals they conceded are unacceptable. And they're now going to a team who are facing criticism for not scoring enough goals after last season being the most attacking team in the league. So I think this has all the signs of a massive tonking here. Um, a conservative pick would be to take Liverpool by minus two, I think, at four to five. I think they easily cover that handicap in this game. Uh, later on in the parlay, we'll be taking it down even more where we'll probably having Liverpool minus one, which is available at one to three. The next game on Sunday is Chelsea versus Everton. Chelsea are one to two, 18 to five to draw and six to one on Everton. I don't need to overcomplicate this one. Everton are picking up most of their points winning at home against teams that are below them. They're not doing anything away. They are putting in decent performances, played well at Arsenal, played well at Man United, but didn't get anything from those games. I think I see something similar here. Um, Chelsea to win this game at home against Everton, keeping themselves in the title race. Up next, we have Arsenal taking on Wolves, where Arsenal are priced up at four to six, minus one fifty for the US people, sixteen to five the draw, and nine to two on Wolves. Don't understand the price. Arsenal are notoriously beating teams below them at home, not just this year, but under Arsene Wenger. Arsenal have shown a lot more resilience as well this year. They would not have come back 
against Liverpool uh, under Arsene Wenger like they did last time out. That game looked like Liverpool were in full control and uh, they, last season they probably would have gone on and got the second. No, not, not under Unai Emery. <coughs> Sorry about that. Arsenal were able to come back into this game, score a goal through Lacazette. I think Lacazette would be a good dream team pick for this week. I think Aubameyang also, uh, maybe even Rob Holding at the back. He looks good value at 4.4. Um, Wolves have been leaking loads of goals recently they look really easy to score against against Tottenham and whereas Tottenham have a better defence than Arsenal I think Arsenal are more potent in attack uh, I really rate Aubameyang um, and Lacazette I really rate as a finisher as well uh, that's that's a decent attack Ozil's actually playing well this seems like the type of game that Ozil loves and will turn up in so I'm taking Arsenal to win this game at 4-6 to six, and that one was the one I was talking about where I said it had lock potential uh, this will be the lock there's no need to uh, draw that out and drag that out Finally, Manchester United going to Manchester City, where Man United won last season 3-2 from 2-0 down. City are the massive favourites here at 2-5, 4-11 in some places. 19-5 on the draw and 7-1 on Man United. I don't know how I don't take something on this 7-1 because we've just beaten Juventus away from home and we won at Man City last year. I think tactically, Mourinho's record, the way, sorry, tactically against the top six, Mourinho is the best manager in the league and his record, which is what I was going to say, um, proves that. Last season uh, against the top six, he won half of the games, drew three and only lost two. So, Jose Mourinho certainly knows how to play against the top teams, certainly knows how to play against Pep Guardiola. Um, you can act with the price being so big, you can actually take Manchester United on a plus two handicap and get that at four to five. So even if Man United lose this game by one goal, you'll win this bet. That sticks out to me by a mile. I'm definitely, definitely on that one um, I don't think Man United are going to take any kind of drubbing here against Man City I think they'll be able to stay in the game um, and possibly even get something from it I think City are being massively overrated in this there's no way any kind of Manchester derby should see any team priced as big as um, 2 to 5 um, that's that's less than minus it's more than minus 200 that, that you're getting there so ridiculous pricing this ridiculous disrespect to Man United who have actually played really well in the last four or six weeks since they lost that game to West Ham so uh, yeah going to take uh, Man United plus two goals here as the official pick closing out with the lock dog parlay no surprises at all with the lock already told you that it's going to be Arsenal fancy Arsenal strongly to win that game at four to six looking at a parlay here Touched on it earlier. Uh, Going to have Liverpool minus one. Going to have Leicester to win that game, which they'll probably dedicate to their um, to their deceased owner. Um, that one is available at four to seven best price. And I'm going to take Man United with a three goal head start. So I already said that Man United with a two goal head start was my official pick at four to five. Well, here in the parlay, 
we can take Man United with a three goal head start, meaning you'll still win this bet if they lose by just two goals. A hundred dollars on this game returns you two hundred and sixty three dollars. So that's Leicester to win Liverpool minus one and Manchester United plus three. The complete disrespect that I can even add that in to a parlay is just unbelievable. As a dog, um, I don't love anything on the board this week. Um, I guess Newcastle are a decent home dog at home. Uh, Watford could easily win at Southampton um, because they are the better team and they are getting the underdog price here. But I'm going to go for a draw in the... um, in the first game of the day, Cardiff versus Brighton. My official pick there was under two and a half goals. Um, I think this is going to be lackluster. I think this could be a nil-nil. I really don't understand how this game has made it onto television. I, I remember earlier on in the season, Cardiff hosted Newcastle, and that was a nil-nil as well. So I'm expecting a game to be this game to be equally as bad as that one. Um, Brighton could nick this game. Um, when, depending on when they score if they score late obviously that is literally nicking the game if there's an early goal in this game I believe that the other team whoever it is that scored will sit back and invite pressure on and neither team really have the defence to to hold on I think if anyone does it'll be Brighton are the more likely to, to hold on but this is a must not lose situation for both teams and I think it's going to result in a negative game so that's it from me on this week's EPL show. If you want to listen to my European show, head over to lockbetting.com and check me out over there. Good luck with all your bets as usual this week. Um, as I said before we close out, I was going to do my lock dog parlay or sorry, lock dog tease for the NFL. So my official pick going up against Ryan Kramer's pick of Cincinnati plus five or plus five and a half. And I, I don't care. Um, I'm going to take Pittsburgh minus three. That's why the show is going out early because I wanted people to listen to the pick because I'm going for the Thursday game today. Um, non-conference road game off a short week. Uh, Pittsburgh playing really well. Carolina playing much better than people expected. It seems like a letdown spot for them. Seems like a bad spot for them. Seems like the perfect spot for Pittsburgh um, to roll uh, Big Ben on TV, etc. So, yeah, I think Thursday night football will play nicely into the hands of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they are my lock for this week. My dog is going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, they've just come off a break, off a bye week. Um, they're three and five, just like the Colts. So I don't know why the Colts are three-point favorites other than being at home. I don't think this Jags team can honestly disintegrate this badly over the course of a few, of, eight, of eight months of sitting out when they were playing the conference final back in January it just it just doesn't make sense for them to be this bad I mean I could be proven wrong at the end but they looked okay when I saw them in London and um, they've had a whole week to sort this out and as we said on our, our NFL podcast that we do on the dirty sheets it doesn't seem like the the defense has gone to shit it just it's just hard for the defense to be on the field the whole time and and when there's turnovers in the red zone or or even in your own territory it's really hard for any team to defend that they're actually expecting miracles from this defense that 
formally label themselves Saxonville. And um, yeah, they, they'll need to get their confidence back on track majorly. And uh, I think they can do it here. I think they can go into Indianapolis and win. Uh, certainly my favorite underdog on the board. Um, there's nothing really else that, that I like enough to pick. Uh, I guess... I have a small lean on Washington. I just don't like Tampa as a favorite, but the amount of injuries that they've got makes me hesitant to pick that as well. Moving on to the parlay, I'm just going to go for three winners because as Christian Pena says, spreads don't matter. And I don't think that they do, but especially won't matter when I'm teasing all of these lines down anyway. So I'm going to take the Kansas city chiefs down to 10 points. I'm going to take the Rams down to three points and I'm going to stick with the LA teams. I'm going to go for the LA Chargers minus four. So that concludes my teaser. That is my lock dog tease from the NFL this week. Then my official pick, as I said, going up against Ryan's pick is tonight on Thursday night football, Pittsburgh minus three. I know that line might be showing up is three and a half in some places. But here in the UK, we have um, three points at minus 120. I don't know why that line's moving because it was at four and it was at three and a half and now it's at three. So if there's something I don't know about, um, I don't have Twitter so nobody can tell me unless you're... Um, unless you're on lock betting or whatever. So post it up on the wall and, uh, and let me know. Uh, speaking of lockbetting.com, if you want to sign up to that, just head over to lockbetting.com. There is a PL up there. There's no disputes. Last month, we made £2,437 and every single bet is logged. And because lockbetting.com converts to a patreon page all the other patrons are there they've all seen the bets they've all listened to the podcast it's a community it's not like one of these uh, places where you buy a betting package and he tells you that he's winning at 61 percent or whatever I'm winning at over 70% and everybody on my page will tell you. You can all talk to each other. There's comment sections. Everybody's free to post up on there. Once you become a member, even there's even free stuff on there. You So the P&L, you can actually look at for free. So you can actually just go and look at the page and, and get the free picks and the free write-ups and, and look at the P&L for free. It's only when you want the paid picks or you want to get the additional podcasts where it incurs a little fee. And one of the podcasts that I will be doing, as I said on the Champions League show, will be a Q&A show where I'll be addressing questions about football betting or soccer betting, um, WWE betting, and all other forms of betting. Anything I put out there, I will be discussing. So make sure you check that out, lockbetting.com. That's it from me. Good luck with your bets again. Thanks for listening. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.